Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
Well, you are welcome to church once again, and I believe that this morning your life will never be the same again. We are about to hear the word of God from somebody I have known from a long time. Before Krife, into Krife, and in the church. He's a friend, he's a Holy Spirit man, a son of the house, the one and only Bishop Eddie Fabi. Oh, give the Lord a better celebration. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our has to be a victorious shout because when Jesus rose from the dead he gave us victory so we need to shout like people who know our savior is alive come on When Jesus came out of the grave, everybody else came out of the grave. Today, you should not behave as if you are still inside the grave. You must feel free, jump, shout, scream, dance, run around, do something, do something, do something, do something, do something. Somebody, are you released? Give the Lord a 
dance and a shout and a jump. Hey, come on. The love of God is risen. He's alive. Hallelujah. Come on. Jesus is alive. Mm. It's victory. And the grave has been denied. Jesus. Jesus lives forever. He's alive. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus is alive. Hey, I tell you, this is what gives meaning to our Christianity. That is why today we can shout and jump. What a day for it to even fall, the first day of the month. Whatever is before, it's all dead and gone. From now to the end of the year, I declare victory on every side. Hey! What a blessing. What a blessing. And God bless you for that beautiful, beautiful song. Wedding kunim. Wedding kunim.
지구니 웨딩 쿠니 모 웨딩 쿠니 오 웨딩 오 Jesus we bless you 예수 그리스도 웨딩 쿠니 웨딩 쿠니 모 Oh yes. Oh yes. He won victory for us. Oh Jesus. He is risen from the dead. Oh yes. He is Lord. Every knee, every knee, oh, every knee shall bow. Oh, Jesus, every tongue shall confess. Yes. Oh, that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. He is Lord. Oh, He is Lord. Every knee, every knee. Oh, let every knee bow. Let every tongue confess that Jesus, that Jesus is Lord. Jesus Christ, oh, He's Lord. Oh yes, oh yes, He's Lord. Koto denina, koto denina, koto denina, bekoto. Oh yes. Oh, Kotodena, Kotodena. Oh yes, Kotodena, Bagotun. Oh, Tachema. Every tongue shall confess. Somebody just worship the Lord and bless Him for this day of victory that He has given to us. This day of victory that He has given to us. Yes, 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 Lord, we worship you. We worship you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
thank you for giving meaning to Christianity. We bless you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we take our memory verse quickly? Luke chapter 24. I'm sure we can just go on and on and on. But Luke 24, we're reading verse 6 and verse 7. Can we take it together? Ready, go. Luke chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. Luke chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. Wow. It's very long, but it's doable, or we can try. Let's do it again. Ready, go. Luke chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he speak unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again luke chapter 24 verse 6 to 7 amen should we try one last time okay let's try it ready go luke chapter 24 verse 6 and 7 he is not here but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. Luke chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. Amen. Are we, are we ready to do it? Okay. We'll try. She says one more. <laughs> okay, let's try. Ready, go. Luke chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he said unto you, when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be and of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. Luke chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. Oh, put your hands together for yourselves. Hey, I tell you. Father, we thank you so much for today. What a blessing. What a joy. Oh, yes, you have placed in our hearts. Thank you for giving us a reason to rejoice. Giving meaning to Christianity. If you had not risen from the dead, where will we be by now? 
But thank you that he did not stay in the grave. But he rose from the grave. We thank you. We bless you. Have your way this morning. Let anything that is dead come alive in Jesus name. Open every prison door. Every tomb be open in the name of Jesus. Let the dead come out. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Turn with me this morning. If you also brought your book, others, we're still preaching. Thank God that on a day like this, we can be preaching from this book. Because Good Friday, Resurrection Sunday, is all about others. Amen. All right. So we've looked at many things that Jesus did for others. I want us to turn to Isaiah chapter 53. Today, I'm going to look at, we've looked at um, the fact that Jesus thought about others. Jesus came to this world for others, isn't it? Then we said Jesus loved others. And then we said that Jesus served others. Jesus lived for others. And Jesus helped others. And today we are looking at Jesus died for others. Isaiah chapter 53 from verse 1, I love this passage of scripture. It's so beautiful. It says that who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her sharers is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Verse 11. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Hallelujah. He shall see the travail of his soul and he shall be satisfied. When the Lord looks at us here, 
and all the people that have been saved in the world, he's satisfied that it was not in vain. The dying on the cross was not in vain. Jesus Christ had to do this one thing for us. Of all the things that he did, this was, I believe, the most important. Because that's the reason why he came. Every other thing he did was just, you know, like you watch a movie and um, they have the, what do they call it? Trailers. In Ghana, we call it comedies. I don't know where he came from. Why do they call it comedies? Ascensor. Comedies. So, they show all that. But that's not the main movie. And sometimes, yeah, teasers. Sometimes some of the things, as they are showing them, you wish that that was the main movie because the thing is nice. But it's not the main movie. Jesus came to do a lot of things. He came, the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Romans chapter 5, verse sin, without strength, verse 6, he came and he died for us. Verse 7 says that, Bible says that for scarcely for a righteous man, Will somebody even dare to die? Scarcely. You will not find it that somebody is even dying for somebody who is doing good. It's rare. Even for somebody to die for his wife. I told you that story about the man who ran into the freezer when the arm robbers came. It's not a simple thing. To die. Yeah. So that's why the songwriter, he said that. Your father may love you. Your mother may love you. But none will die for you. Oh, the love, love of Jesus. The sweet, sweet love of Jesus. The love, love of Jesus surpasses all. Your boyfriend may love you. Your boyfriend may love you. Your girlfriend. Your girlfriend may love you. But none will die for you. Oh, the love. Love of Jesus, oh, the sweet love of Jesus, the love, love of Jesus, surpasses all. It surpasses all. Greater love has no man, only Jesus could lay down his life for you and I. Bible says that John, the revelator, he said, when he was in heaven, he was taken to heaven, Revelation chapter 5. He said, and the Lord asked, is there anyone worthy, anyone worthy to open the books and to break the seals thereof? And the Bible says that there was found none worthy. And he said, and I wept much. When there's no one to die for you, uh, weeping is the order of the day. But thank God that my Jesus 
when others were going away he said i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it for them oh somebody give the lord a shout for it so the bible says that john said and i wept and i wept and i wept because there was none found worthy he said but once i was weeping I felt a tap on my shoulder. And the angel that stood by me, he said to me, Weep no. Hey! He said, For the lion of the tribe of Judah, (laughs) I'm talking about the Prince of Peace, I'm talking about the King of Kings, I'm talking about the Lord of Lords. He has prevailed. So today I came to tell somebody, weep no more. Cry no more. For the things that were making you cry, your Savior, your Lord, your King, He went to the grave. He dealt with it. And today you and I can rejoice. Somebody lift your hand and give the Lord a shout of applause. He has prevailed. He came to do many things. He healed the sick. He cleansed lepers. He raised the dead. But none of them could give us all those things that Isaiah prophesied. Because what Isaiah said was that he had to be killed. He had to be, the chastisement of our peace was going to be upon him. Our sins were going to be laid on him. He had to be bruised for our iniquities. The stripes on his back had to be there so that you and I can have healing. Jesus had to die. If he hadn't died, he would not be here today. His death on the cross paid the price for our salvation. And that is the only thing that could pay the price. He had to die. The miracles could not give us salvation. It's nice. The people were happy when he turned five loaves of bread and two fishes, multiplied it, and they were eating. They were happy. People were happy when he turned water into wine. People were happy when he did so many things. But none of those things could save us it had been ordained before the foundation of this world that blood had to be shed and that has been how it was since the days of adam when adam sinned god had to slaughter a lamb and the blood that was shed was for the atonement of their sins and from that time god wanted that that is why when abel Offered that sacrifice and Cain offered something. He said, no, this is not what I want. Many times we go for other things for our salvation. But none of those things can give us salvation. Only the blood of the lamb can save you and I. And that is why Jesus had to die. He gathered fruits. Mangoes, pineapples, pawpaw, 
watermelon and he put them together and said Lord this is it he said this is not it I don't know of anybody who has died for his people as for two of the Bible says that for their salvation in none other name I don't know of any other name Confucius no Mohammed no Buddha no I don't know any other name there's only one name I said there's only one name I said there's only one name those at the back I think you don't believe I said there's only what is that name what is that name only Jesus Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. It says that, and by law, almost all things are by law purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. 23 says that it was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. So he said, for Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us. Nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world has he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. That's what the Bible will say in verse 27. So that it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, there's judgment. Christ has died already. Nobody needs to die again. The blood that he shed was enough to pay for all sins. So we don't need more blood again. Sometimes I see people, Easter time, then they are carrying cross, then they are beating them. They are, what's it for? Drama. They're beating you, lashes. Somebody sent me a whatever video of somebody said he's doing Jesus when they gave him one to say moon pay Jesus before <laughs> find another Jesus <laughs> they gave him one lash at the Jesus before I won't do this thing again it's not easy And it's like you are doing it so that they will see that you are suffering. No. That your suffering is not what is being looked for. God wants you to die. Yes, but die. Die to the world. Die to sin. Die to whatever. Live righteously. Die to all these things. The Bible says, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. So it, you have to die. It is something you have to do. 
if you really want to live for God, you must die first. And that's what a lot of people don't do. One day the Lord gave me a vision. And in that vision, I saw, I went to a room. I wanted to use, there was a table that I wanted to use it. And when I got there, there were like dead bodies lying on the table. So I just called somebody. I said, you know what? Remove these dead bodies so that I can use the table. So he took them. I don't know. But I was there when he came back and told me that all the dead people, they are alive. They are jumping. I said, ah, what kind of this thing when I, I woke up? You know, the Lord said to me that, he said, a lot of people say they are dead, but they are not dead. They say they are dead to something, but when something happens, then they come alive again. If we say we are dying, die. Proper death. And dying for others means that you are laying down your life for other people to help them. Maybe you are not going to the cross, but maybe you may have to travel to another country as a missionary. Maybe you go somewhere and preach a gospel to somebody. Lay down your life so that somebody can live. I know why you are not clapping because you realize that no. You are not ready to lay down your life. But Jesus had to do it. Because the Bible says that before the foundation of the world, it was ordained that blood had to be shed. 1 Peter 1, 18. The Bible says that knowing that we were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation. It's in verse 19. He said, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish. God needed a lamb without blemish and without spot. There was none like that on earth. So he had to package the blood from heaven and download it here on earth. Yeah. He had to package it. The Bible says that Roman, uh, Revelation 12, 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. So that blood had existed long ago. In heaven, they overcame him. The Bible says that he was cast down to the earth. So what they used to overcome him, God said, listen, if my children are also going to make it here on this earth, I need to transport the same blood from heaven. I need to bring it from heaven down to my children so that they can also be fair. People ask, why did Jesus have to die? And dying, why didn't Jesus just die any kind of death? They could have just hung him or strangulated him or poison him but why did he have to die the way he did because blood he had carried when he was walking on this earth he was carrying the blood that overcame the devil many years ago he was carrying the blood the devil knew it i wonder whether he even knew but he was carrying that blood that blood is what we needed and so the blood had to be shed 
That is why the Bible says that if the princes of this world had known, they, they would not have crucified him. Maybe they would have strangulated him or maybe they would have poisoned him so that no blood would be shed. But when they crucified him and blood came, blood came, blood came and touched the ground, that was it. Today, that same blood is flowing in this place. That same blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary is giving you victory over your enemy. Shout, I believe it. God had to package it so that you and I could have it. If he had not done that, he would not have it. Bishop says here, Jesus Christ died for the whole world. He gave his blood to save others. After loving others and living for others and serving others, caring for others, ministering to others and healing others, Jesus went one further step and died for others. Somebody needs to go one further step. Die small for God. Die small for God. It's like we love our skin so much. As we say it in Ghana. We love our skin so much that we are not prepared to die. To die? No way. No way. (laughs) Somebody sang a song. He said that everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. They don't know how they want to go. But death is not something that anybody wants to do. But when that blood was shed, immediately, the price was paid. Bible says that that very day, day, I mean, when the blood came down and graves started opening, and people were coming out, People's relatives died. Yes. They'll be there and all they appear. March. That was the power of the blood. Jesus died for others. No, we should not forget it. He did it as an example, the Bible says, so that we also would do the same. You have no idea the power that is released when you also sacrifice your life for others. Today, we are all here today because somebody sacrificed his life. Bishop Doug sacrificed his life. Oh yeah, I think it's a good place to stand and put your hands together. Thank you, Bishop Dag. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Yeah. But can you imagine if he had not done it? All the churches that we see, all the souls that have been saved, how many of you were at the Independence Square? 
How many were not there? You are in church. Speak the truth and shame the devil. Hey, still, where were you? But awesome. Through the obedience of one man, many are made righteous. See, sometimes we see some of these things so that we also can see that when we also lay down our lives, a lot more people can be saved. A lot more lives can be turned around. People are waiting for you. Nations are waiting for you. Cities are waiting for you to lay down your life to come. Yeah. You'll be surprised what will happen when you decide to lay down your life. By the power of God that was released that day. It was a power that opens graves. Graves. Grave opening power. Today, any grave that the devil has put you in, come out of that grave in the name of Jesus. Out of the grave. Out of the grave. You see, this is what gives meaning to our Christianity. When Paul was writing to the Corinthians, his friend Corinthians chapter 15, and verse 1, he said that I'm writing to you the things that you also know. Okay, 1 Corinthians 15. Then he said, the gospel I preach you have received. That is what you stand in verse 2. He said that by which also we are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preach to you, unless you have believed in vain. And what was it? He said, for I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. According to the scriptures. We have not come believing some graphic or times or whatever. We have believed what has been preached from the scriptures. Oh, I don't know why you are. You are. We have believed it. Thank God that we also can say according to the scriptures. Because if Paul had been there, maybe we would say maybe because he was there. But you see, he took his time to explain. Verse 5. Bible says that, and he was seen of Cephas. Then he was seen of the twelve. And after that, he was seen of 500 brethren at once. Of whom the greater part remains. Verse 7. He says that, and after that, he was seen of James. Then of all the apostles. <laughs> then I like that one. And last of all, he was seen of me also. Who was born out of time. Hey! May you also see Jesus. May you also experience Jesus. I thank God because out of time, due time, he was not there, but he too, according to the scriptures, he has believed. He has believed. So can we believe? So we too, we can believe. Even though we're not, that we can believe that a man came and walked upon this earth. He died on the cross. On the third day, he rose again. Oh, today, somebody give the Lord a shout for this victory. According to the scriptures. He had to rise because we needed it. We needed it. Without it, you and I will not be here today. Yes. 
and he rose from the dead. Thank God that the Bible says that Romans 8 11, and if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if that same spirit is dwelling in you, he shall quicken. Today, may that spirit, and I believe it's the same spirit, quicken somebody and bring somebody up alive. Right. Now, listen, let me try and be wrapping up because my time is up. Christ died. But the good news is that he didn't stay in the grave. (laughs) For death could not hold him captive. Even in a grave, he is love. Death could not hold him captive. Just take your seat. Let me try and finish. But you see, Christ had to rise from the dead. To deal with three deaths that we also experience. The first one is the death of our spirit. When we were not saved, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, Bible says, and you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and in sin. So we needed to come alive. And how could we come alive from our sins? And the death that we were in, Christ Jesus' resurrection brought that quickening to us. So when he rose up from the grave, when Jesus comes into your life, you also rise up from everything that the devil is. I see you rising up of that sin. From today, I declare you will not stay in that sin anymore. Come out of it in the name of Jesus. When he commanded Lazarus to come out of the grave, the grave could not hold him. The grave released him. Whatever is holding you, fornication, whatever sin, adultery, whatever, any sin, come out of it in the name of Jesus. Come out. You can come out. The spirit of the Lord, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, is quickening somebody today. Today is the beginning of a new year for somebody. You are not going back to that grave. You are not going back to that pit. You are not going back to that situation. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. You are out. Somebody say, I'm out. Sometimes you don't believe some of these things, but it's very prophetic. You are actually out. Number two, we had to have this resurrection so that we too, after our death, we can also rise. That's <laughs> a rise again. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. Paul said, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ. Ha! 
You see, that is what makes our faith a very, very interesting thing. When you are burying somebody who is a Christian, you bury with hope. When you are burying somebody who is not a Christian, there's no hope. But you, because of Christ, one day, when the trumpet of God sounds, oh, that power that raised Christ from the dead, that power will raise you also from the dead. In the name of Jesus, you shall rise. Bible says that those who have gone up already, we shall catch up with them in the skies. And then meet the Lord. Hey, will you be on that day? And then also we needed it because the Bible calls something the second death. There's another death. In Revelation, I think verse 15 or so, verse 11, the Bible says that, and I saw, verse 11, is there verse 11? There's no verse 11. He said that the dead, they gathered before the throne of God. And the Bible says that death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. And everyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was also cast into the lake of fire. Hey. And he said, that is the second death. The question is, are you going to survive that one? It's only when Jesus is in our lives. You see, that's why Jesus had to die and pay the price. So that you and I can escape the second death. You shall escape in the name of Jesus. Shall escape. I am confident. That that same power that raised Jesus from the dead That same power is releasing somebody today Oh yeah Mary said to Jesus If you had been here my brother would not have died Jesus said what are you talking about I am the resurrection And I am the life (laughs) Is there anyone who believes in me Even though he were dead Even though he were dead He shall rise again I declare that anything that is dead may it come alive in your life in Jesus. Somebody's prayer life is coming alive. Somebody's ministry is coming alive. Somebody's calling is coming alive. Somebody's mission is coming alive. Somebody's purpose is coming alive. Shall I believe it? Coming alive. He is the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in him, even though you are dead, yet you shall live. That's the power of the resurrection. And that God wants us to also experience. He went down to the grave and released all the captives. People ask, why did he spend three days? He needed three days because he was reopening the prison doors. (laughs) Many prison doors as he took the keys from the devil. And he went, give it to me, Satan. You cannot keep my people forever. The price has been paid. The price has been paid on the cross. You cannot keep my people in the grave forever. 
give me the keys. The devil was shaking. He said, take it. He took the keys from the devil. And he began to open prison after prison. Prison after prison. Prison after prison. Today, that same power is flowing in this place. May you come out of that prison in the name of Jesus. You are delivered. The price was paid. He died for you and I. So that we can have salvation. The greatest problem of man and the greatest fear of man is death. That's what we are all afraid of. We fear death. It's like this thing. How are we going to deal with it? I mean, when people hear that somebody is dead, it always sends something. And you see people moving around looking for protection because of the fear of death. Bible says that because of the fear of death, we are subject to bondage. And that is what it is. But Christ, he came to the cross. He died. He dealt with this issue once and for all. He dealt with it. Somebody's life is supposed to deal with an issue in somebody else's life. And when he died, that was it, the victory. We had it. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50. That's our end. It's beautiful. He said, now this I say, Brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither the corruption inherit incorruption. He said, but behold, I show you a mystery. I said, I'm showing you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In the moment and in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. Then he said, for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when the corruptible shall have put on incorruption, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Don't be afraid of death. Christ Jesus died on the cross so that you can also have the victory. He said, death, where is your stink, O grave? Where is your victory? He said, the stink of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. Which give us at the victory. Hallelujah. So he said, therefore, my brethren, be ye steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain it's not in vain it's not in vain I came to speak to somebody your labor will not be in vain be steadfast be steadfast stand strong unmovable Unshakable, always abounding. Shake 
three people, tell them, be steadfast. Tell him unmovable, unshakable. Hey! Always abounding. Always abounding. That's the victory we have as Christians. That is why we can also lay down our lives. We are not afraid because we know that when we lay down our lives, even if we die, he will raise us up again. I came to speak to somebody here. God is calling you to lay down your life for others so that one day you shall also be raised up. Shout yes. It doesn't matter how bad the situation is. He can deal with it. When he went to Lazarus' grave, they said to him, by now he is stinking. By now. He said, me, I'm not afraid of any stinking problem. All I know is that I'm the resurrection and the life. What are you talking about? He said, come on. Roll away the stone. Remove it. Today, I don't know how bad your situation is smelling, whatever it is. Jesus says, I like it that way. The stinkier the thing, the better it is. Look at somebody and tell them, the stinkier your problem, the better it is for the Lord. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Today, that power is calling somebody, come forth. The man who was bound, not like this. Resurrection. And that's why he himself, on that day when they went, they checked the stone that already been rolled away and he was risen he's no longer here very soon people will come and look for you at some place but they will not find you there I see that power available I see that victory coming to somebody. Lift up your hands. Wedding cooling. Wedding cooling. Yes, you please wedding cooling. For death could not hold him captive. Even his love for death could not hold him captive even in a grave his love for death for death thank you Jesus Even in a grave, 
today that Jesus who died on the cross and shed his blood so that you can also have salvation he's here today and he's calling you to surrender your life to him and your heart to him the least you can do is to give your heart to Jesus he paid the price he's done everything yours is to give your heart the Bible says that how shall we escape if we neglect so great a way of salvation today Jesus is calling you he said he wants to come into your heart he wants to give you victory over death just as he also conquered death today if you are here you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior you want Jesus to come into your life and give you that victory wherever you are on this Easter Sunday morning just lift up your right hand I'll pray with you God bless you I see your hand let it go up God bless you back there God bless you let it go up up above your head God bless you I see your hands surrender your life to Jesus at the back lift it high up let it up above your head God bless you I see your hands God bless you over there let it go up don't be shy today is a good day to be saved Easter Sunday I see your hand over there lift it up at the back everywhere the balcony God bless you I see your hands God bless you as you have lifted up your hand if you have lifted up your hand please do one more thing for me move out of your seat and come to me come 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 to Jesus hey come all the way keep clapping for them come on to Jesus clap for them as they come come to Jesus come my brother come I just help them as they come help them come come to Jesus the one who paid the price come all the way keep clapping for them Today is a good day. Easter Sunday. Keep clapping. Come. 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 Oh. Are you clapping or what? Come all the way. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Come. There's room at the cross for more people. He shed his blood for the whole world. Not just a few people. He had to shed his blood. And he shed his blood for you in particular. Oh, put your hands together for them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's join them as we pray. Those of you in front, I see some people coming. Just be praying as you come. Hallelujah. Lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And we are all praying. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. For shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. I admit that I'm a sinner.
Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you for saving me. Satan, from today, you have no hold over me. I am free. I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you all. See a lady pastor waving her hand. She wants to talk to you. She'll give you a book. Today we preach from one of the books of the bishop. But there's another book you need to read. It will help you. Please follow her this way. Please follow her. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.